0: Hey. <laughs> <laughs> he goes, hey. <laughs> hey. It's We're little rusty. Yeah. Hello everyone. <laughs> Welcome back to the rebooted oh, relaunched Thunder Talk. We've been waiting well, I guess everyone else has been waiting since August to get this thing started, but we are back off the wagon. Threw it out. We are, we are firmly on Thunder Talk Strictly now. Strictly Thunder now, right? Strictly Thunder. Um, yeah. So we uh, we're, we have our, we are set up here in our Oklahoma City, Oklahoma studios. Uh, I'm your host, Bobby <laughs> Howard. You might remember me from such podcast as the Schooner Blog and the Killer of Off the Wagon. But uh, with me today, <laughs> <laughs> with me today, my host. Uh, you'll you're, you'll hear for, from him quite a bit uh, through the rest of this season. Uh, Ford Brandon, Ford, welcome on. What's Going man. on, man. Well, excited to be back. Yeah, it's 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 been a while. It's been a wild season for the Thunder. A lot's changed since our last episode. Yeah,
1: goddamn. Was, it was titled "Goodbye Russ." <laughs> and. Uh, here we are. I thought that would have been goodbye Thunder season 2020. Like,
0: uh, Yeah, I mean, we, we got carried away with uh, football season, I think, for the most part. And now that basketball season not only is going on, but the Thunder aren't blowing it up. Um,
1: <laughs> yeah, apparently, after staying and pet the deadline, I thought for sure. Like, I was going in this morning, after, especially after all the talks last night, that Gallinari was going to get traded. I was like... It's guaranteed. It's just going to be. It's sometime before twelve, and twelve hits, and nothing happens. And then the Woj tweets he's saying that the Thunder talks have stalled completely. And I'm like, I'm like, are we are we really about to just get a second round pick from like Indiana and like cash considerations? Like that's what it's going to be. Yeah. It's like every. I feel like every other deadline with the Thunder. It's just like you either get Paul George or you get a second round pick. It's, you know, and stuff like that.
0: It's all. It's and, the definition
1: of feast or famine. Yeah. I, I
0: fully agree with that. And. With this, I think everyone had, the entire season had anticipated at least one asset getting traded. Either, either Schroeder, yeah, Schroeder, or Schroeder
1: Gallinari. yeah, Gallinari, and then possibly Adams if someone threw the kitchen sink at us. Yeah, you know. But I mean, and I knew Presty likes this team. We knew that going in. We knew that you know, it's it's the Thunder culture of winning. You know, to strive to make the playoffs every every single year. And I, we knew that, that that was Presti's goal. I mean, the Thunder's goal, I think, very much is to win the title. Yeah. Like, I, I really think it is, like, I mean, this year at, with, with Presti. And so I, um, I thought, like, I was like, okay, um, Presti's going to try and compete here. But if, some, if a contender throws a, you know, a decent package at us for one of these assets, I thought he would pull the trigger. Because, obviously, Gallinari definitely doesn't fit in the long-term future of the Thunder. So I thought for sure he would have tried to dump him. But, man, I guess they just couldn't figure it out. I mean, what were, what was the – it was uh, Gallinari couldn't figure out or they couldn't um, discuss the right numbers for a contract extension with Pat Riley in the heat. Or was it like a, um, the protections on the pick or was it both? Like
0: I think it seemed like the biggest thing was Gallinari's team was not able to secure – a long-term commitment from the Heat beyond this year. Uh, he wanted he wa- he did not want to give up the freedom and free agency to go wherever he wanted to his ideal destination, uh, and he wanted that protection in case you know Miami did want to dump him off to get cap space for a potential you know Giannis addition in free agency. So not having that freedom is something that I think e- either either length or contract you know size that was something that the heat definitely scoffed at and we're a little worried about
1: well it, uh, it was going to be a two two year extension right
0: yeah it w- it was supposed to be a two year deal um so that would uh, have so opened maybe them money up had to, had something to do with it i don't that,
1: know that would have opened them up for the 2021 free agency correct i believe so so i mean i guess i mean that's what that's the free agency that the heat have been you know putting their eye on right yeah so okay so okay, well that makes sense then, because he'd want to be—he didn't want to, you know, sign like a, you know, a four-year deal or something like that, or like, um, you know, wait till the summer, you know, with the Heat, signed a four-year extension or something like that, and then get dumped off, you know, for cap space in two thousand twenty-one. Exactly. Like he wanted to be there, you know, and he wanted opened to, up would, uh, be a free agent during that time, so he could sign on if they wanted. to. Yeah. If he wanted so to like be that, on
0: the, he wanted to be on the Heat, be set, be protected. Yeah. Not really well, have an issue with that.
1: So That makes sense. I mean, so I understand that. But, I mean, I mean, and I, and I thought, you know, I, I really want, I, I can't wait. Because, you know, all the details always yeah. come loose, you know, in the next couple of days after the deadline of what certain deals were, what made them fall apart. So, I want to know what the Lakers offered for Schroeder. Because I think. The Lakers
0: didn't have anything.
1: I think they, I Presti probably was like, "All right, you know, because contract size, they would work. You know, you we'll give you Sh- we'll give you Schroeder and a second round pick for like mm-hmm. Kuzma and someone else."
0: Well, I, you know, I, I think you think the, that
1: could work? I don't think they were willing to give up Kuzma, and I don't think they've f- been. It's been widely known that they're
0: fielding not offers. Schroeder. Not for Schroeder, though. Really? I, I, I think I think I think really they, I think they feel like they can get something bigger for Kuzma. Uh, that's clearly an asset they valued. As Why well, th- they yeah. didn't give him give him up in the Pelicans deal? Um. I think Kuzma I, has outrageous potential. The, the thing but. is, they, I, I agree. I think I, I, think Kuzma, of especially of that package that was sent to the Pelicans, uh, and then add on Kuzma, I think Kuzma's the most valuable piece they had. Out of all of it, yeah. Out
1: of all those parts. Even though Brandon I take Ingram's that back. playing very Brandon, well.
0: Brandon Ingram has been balling out, looking like a like a dime store. He Kevin has,
1: He's played very well, and he's he has a chip on his shoulder for how they... Respected or how they disrespected him in LA. Yeah. But out of all those players, I do think Kuzma has the highest ceiling.
0: I I would agree. I, I mean, I'm split on it still. Still, just because we've seen what Ingram can do, and ceiling goes ceiling only goes so far when you're actually starting to see results like Brandon Ingram now. Yeah. If Ingram had kind of the same type of year he did, you know, last year, then I you know might consider yeah, well, that. you know,
1: what what if it was Kuzma, you know, on the Pelican instead of Brandon Ingram, and he's balling out, you know, which I. I think could be a very real possibility. If he was traded, he'd be balling right now. See, he uh, just doesn't fit in their system.
0: That's a great point because yeah. you really haven't seen. I mean, you know, he, you don't have that freedom, and we've we have seen what happens firsthand in Oklahoma City. What happens with Kuzma? You know, is the man he tore us a new, mm-hmm. tore us a new asshole with with no AD, no it's LeBron. Happened that happened twice. Winning.
1: Yeah, it happened twice last year and this year. Remember last year when it went to OT? Yeah. and he was the one killing us. Oh god, it's yeah. it's, it's
0: bad. It's, it's happened bad. twice. Uh, so I mean, I, I, I see your point. I think that's I think that's a fair comparison, and hopefully, we might get to see to have his own team. You know, and yeah. I, I think he's very definitely, well could be an all star. Yeah, I think I don't think he's a super complimentary piece to LeBron and AD. I think a Schroeder would be better, yeah. but they don't have those picks anymore. And, That's the sacrifice you make to get Anthony Mm -hmm. Davis. That's
1: the sacrifice of winning now, you know, instead of waiting for free agency.
0: For sure. Um, So we kind of talked about Schroeder, you know, the roadblock there. We talked about Gallinari. Now let's talk about the piece that we didn't even think, especially Jameson, didn't even think would be playing in a Thunder uniform last time we uh, met to talk about the Thunder. That's Chris Paul. Um, Mm -hmm. Zero heat whatsoever on trades this season so far. Uh, probably due to his contract size, um, but a lot has to be said for how he's handled this team. It's well yeah. documented. We don't need to talk about it too much.
1: Yeah, dude. Like you can kind of see that Chris Paul likes, like he likes the big brother role. Like he's having a time of his life, dude. And I think Presti sees the benefit of Chris Paul mentoring these young players and seeing their development. Like, goddamn, look at SGA, man. Yeah, right. that guy's thriving under a and like. Who else would you pick to mentor a young point guard than Chris Paul? Exactly.
0: And that's one of the things we talked about is if he he handles his business and does it right, that's perfect. If it's not, it's going to be a disaster of a situation. And everything has been even better than my best case scenario, I think, in my head. Uh, Because clearly it's working and clearly it's a good culture and not just for uh show. Because if there was an issue, I, I don't think... Pressey them Pressy would have been more hesitant to ditch some of these guys. Mm-hmm. But this is a team that really thinks it can win.
1: Yeah, not only really are they developing in. really well with these young players, but they're winning. Yep. <laughs> they're winning games. <laughs> I mean, they're like,
0: at a great clip. They're like a,
1: two games back from the four seed, right?
0: Uh, One and a half. They're a game Ooh. and a half out of, out of four.
1: Ooh, this yeah. is a spicy team. Yeah. This is spicy.
0: Yeah, right behind Utah and Houston. We're
1: about to... Fuck someone's day up, you yeah. know, in the playoffs.
0: <laughs> yeah, the Thunder are definitely not the team you want to play in the playoffs. Uh, and just even talking about playoffs is such a blessing and so cool. Um, and it, go, it goes beyond playoff shirts and team pride, but <clears throat> I think it's it'll be a great opportunity for guys to grow. I think uh, Shea Gilgis-Alexander's experience in the playoffs last year for the Clippers definitely helped him. He, uh,
1: he really should... Uh, yeah, especially playing against the team that he played against.
0: Yeah, against Golden State, uh, who you know might have been sandbagging a bit. But either way, having your his the best part of his rookie year coming at the end and in the best moments, I think that's really exciting for Thunder fans.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, yeah, well, it's it's uh, obvious at this point that uh, Presti just needed uh, more clothes for his wardrobes. So we said, "Fuck <laughs> it, playoffs." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we, I, need, I need more
0: shirts. We <laughs> need we need more thro- we need more workout throwaway shirts. You know, the cotton, yeah. you know, Hanes beefy tees, um, yeah. <laughs> which I, I'm all in on. I, I this is yeah. this team's been an absolute joy to watch. I kind of wonder, kind of wonder how it's going to go going forward now that I, I mean, they played weightless, like they haven't played like they have had, you know, the the fear of trade over their heads the entire season. But that being said, now that, you know, now that the trade deadline's over, no one's going anywhere, I wonder if this improves things, that it's not just, you know, oh, let's just say we're going to do the playoffs and go for it. Now it's actually reality.
1: Yeah, and I can see, you know, Chris Paul and obviously Stephen Adams and Dennis Schroeder, you know, Liking where they're at, you know, and being like, all right, like I've been here before, we're competing, we're going for the playoffs, Chris Paul's like, I love mentoring these young guys, obviously Steve's been here a while, but I, I start to think, okay, the odd man out is how does Gallinari feel? Because maybe what's been going through his head is this entire season, Gallinari's been playing really well, he, like the his motivation is to up his trade stock for him to get traded to a contender. Now that that didn't happen, is he going to be happy? Is yeah. he going to be motivated? Is he – because, I don't know, you just – you can – I mean, well, no, I, it, guess I feel like just, you can't – I mean, like you, you – well, know, it you might just
0: be stock for free agency, though. It just flips into something else. Yeah,
1: but I mean, I don't know. You just – you know, you see in a lot of guys in the way they re, they uh, talk to the media and the way they act, you know, with the fans and interact and stuff like that. You know, there's a lot of players that like being in here in Oklahoma City But Gallinari has just stayed very monotone, very just, like, he like you know, this just isn't his vibe, you know? He's kind of a quiet guy, actually. Yeah, or maybe that's just his personality, but, you know, because you can obviously tell that Chris Paul loves being here. Steve loves being here. Dennis Schroeder loves being here. You know, all these, ferg like everybody, you know, but just Gallinari just maybe doesn't express enough emotion as I thought he would. Yeah. But that's because, obviously, he's new. We've never had him before. That's true, but... But I, I I think as as long as nothing crazy
0: changes because that'd be horrible now that we can't send anyone away, um, I think this is a team that is going to be really fun to watch. Uh, a lot of great pieces. Everyone kind of got healthy after that break.
1: Um, yeah, man, it's like we couldn't catch a break for like two months, and then now I feel like we're playing two games in like two weeks. Well, yeah, I almost. mean, <laughs> like
0: in in the month of I believe in the month of. January, we played the max amount of games that you can possibly play in a month. Yeah. And, um, gosh, it's brutal. We didn't have a break. The Thunder didn't have a break longer than two days. Uh,. From Christmas all the way up to this five-day break that we just finished.
1: It's like the Batan Death March. I mean, oh, <laughs> like, like, I mean dude, honestly. It's, they're just making them And they're doing all. I
0: mean, it, it seemed like every other game. That either, was like our best month. It, it was incredible. Right? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. It seemed like every other game, either Adams or Noel were getting strange and
1: horrible gosh. injuries. Yeah, they were just grinding and were pulling games out. But honestly, the most surprising part of this season so far has been our clutch time minutes. And how this team has so much confidence at the end of games to pull it out. Yes, you know, just pull it out their hat, like because they've done it so many times versus good teams, versus quality teams, and it just makes you it makes you really really think. You know, back to last season and, and seasons before that, where it's like how much we relied on hero ball, and we had talent to obviously. There's some nights where that works, but that doesn't work every night. But what does work every night is team ball and plays and coaching, you know, and everything like that in the last, in the final couple minutes, you know, and it, you, you really, I think that's the biggest difference between having, you know, superstars like Russell Westbrook on a team and not, is that, that hero ball at the very end of the last minute, which when games really matter, you know, chunking up that wild three at the end, you know, like, Instead of, you know, a Chris Paul pick and roll, you know, dish it off or take the mid-range free throw line jumper, which he's so good at, you know. It's they actually like, are running plays. Yeah, so too it's not play. Westbrook
0: dribbling around chucking up a three yeah. or, it, or, you know, the one play that where they pick Paul George open and they figured it out after a month.
1: And yeah, that's, <laughs> and that's about, I mean, at least a third of our games have been, you know, that one possession, you know, or at least single digits. Games, you know, at the end, and I think it, it. I mean, that's probably the biggest difference in us competing for a playoff spot and not this year. For yeah. us being this surprising of a team, is how well they've thrived in those final couple minutes.
0: Definitely, and I think the biggest thing is um, a lot of the a lot of the headlines are really pointing to Chris Paul being fantastic in the clutch. He's been one of the best players. Oh, well, in which the he NBA. Has. He's
1: deservedly so an All Star. Yeah,
0: you know? definitely. But I think what really makes what really helps him out is the fact that that three point guard lineup we've been running with him with, with Chris Paul, Shea gildas Alexander, and, and Schroeder. Uh, Schroeder. All three of those cats can just kill you in different ways. The ball movement's incredible. We've, I mean, we've seen last night. Yeah, we've seen ball Schroeder, movement
1: to Schroeder in the corner for three.
0: Exactly. Having the ability to have it, it's. <laughs> I mean, we roasted Billy last year for trying to do the three point guard system with Russ. Uh, Schroeder and uh, Ray Felton but mainly that's because Ray Felton's Ray Felton and Russell Westbrook yeah. is uh, <laughs> can, can tend to have the ball a little more but this really just it balances itself out really well um, I just you can't say enough about those three guys in clutch time uh, Alexander is one of the smoothest players I've ever seen getting to the rim his his finishing ability is just out of this world um, mm-hmm. and they, they, they just all kill you in different ways and Except for Schroeder and Paul, they kind of kill you in the same type of way, but it's two different people. Mm -hmm. Um, It's just—it's been a real pleasure to watch. Just perfect, really great team basketball,
1: and I'm looking forward to seeing how the rest of this run goes. Yeah, man. I mean, obviously, didn't expect the playoffs, but it's a welcome one. Yeah, it's a welcome (laughs) surprise.
0: A surprise to be (laughs) surprised to be sure, but a welcome one. Um, I mean. We're closer to the two seed than the eight seed, or the eight seed, which is wild, man. Yeah,
1: it it honestly makes you think, like, you know, like, could we be like the next two thousand eleven Dallas Mavericks? Like, could we be the next Toronto Raptors? You know, like, and I mean, obviously, you know, that doesn't happen very often, but it just kind of makes you think with the way that these guys are playing together that you just kind of believe that anything's possible, you know? And with yeah. us being that close to the 2 seed. I mean, it make, it shows you the parity in this league and that, you know, there's we can beat pretty much anyone. Besides, you know, I guess I mean there'd be a handful of teams like uh, the Lakers, you know, Lakers, the, Bucks, Lakers, the L- two LA teams and the Bucks. Yeah. But other than that, I think we could beat anyone.
0: It just yeah, hey, all you need is a a couple lucky spots to fall and you know, you never know. You might have a I mean a Raptors situation on your hand where it just or Kawhi Turns, I mean I guess you have an MVP caliber
1: caliber superstar but still true true um, but, but anyway you want to talk about some of the other trades Yeah, let's, down
0: yeah before we leave uh, let's talk about some of these trades around the NBA we are recording this on trade deadline day uh, obviously the two big two biggest ones um, let's just let's start, just start off, with off with the one
1: that we thought was going to happen yes. with, with us yeah. Miami
0: we <laughs> we scheduled this this is what we thought we'd be talking about the entire mm-hmm. time Instead, we're just talking about how great this run will be, which is awesome. Um, so, uh, the, the trade between Miami and Memphis initially would have had Gallinari involved. Uh, that got mixed by probably Gallinari's agents over, over the ability to uh, <clears throat> um, figure out that extension. We kind of talked about that earlier. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's, it's really interesting in the fact that Miami kind of got a lot, What they got almost everything they wanted. Uh, and Memphis, they scored. They
1: real, my uh, Miami really did yeah. score. The,
0: the ability to add wing players, it, it seasoned, a seasoned wing player in Andre and Oh, don't and forget then, about Jay Crowder. And then Drake, Jay Crowder, who's fantastic.
1: Definitely two upgrades. Yeah, and you can eat the shit sandwich of a Solomon Hill contract. (laughs) I mean, you can swallow that pill. But that's only... He's an expiring deal. Mickey Arison doesn't care.
0: Yeah, He'll just just (laughs) throw some of his Carnival Cruise money at it. It doesn't matter.
1: But Memphis, though, is so confusing where you get... Well, the official deal, for those who don't know who are listening, is Gorgie Dang, Dion Waiters, and Justice Winslow go to Memphis, Jay Crowder, Andre Iguodala, and Solomon Hill to Miami... And then the Timberwolves get James Johnson. So, with Memphis, who currently holds the eighth spot in the playoffs, you get Dion Waiters, Justice Winslow, who are two players, two mediocre players to. I mean, and Dion's Is Dion. He's not on expiring. He's got one more year I, left. Right? I
0: believe Dion still has some more years left. That's a bad contract. Yeah.
1: Well, um, b- yeah, basic. Yeah, it's a bad contract. And what I'm thinking is like. These players don't help your situation right now at all. You didn't get any draft picks, which you could have gotten a first for Andre. You know? I and think I think they're really
0: betting on the potential of Justice Winslow. But even then, yeah. like
1: that's so iffy. I think they could have they could have, I think in this deal, gotten at least one of you you get a first and you could get at least one of Kendrick Nunn, Hero, and then um Damn, who's the other? Uh, Duncan Robinson. Duncan Robinson. You <clears throat> you could have gotten one of those, at least, for Andre.
0: Yeah. No, it's it, I mean, it's, like, it's tough because I, I really think they agreed. I think they got
1: screwed. Yeah, I'm like, I just don't understand why you do that. There's so many other contenders that could have offered you a better package than that for Andre. I think the biggest thing is that they, it seems like they just
0: made a deal to make a deal. Because um, you it, just wanted to get rid of him. Yeah, they you wanted know? to get rid of him now. Um, I don't know it was, was Igadala's deal was it expiring this year or
1: I can't really remember um uh I believe I believe um he is not expiring I think he is I know expiring he, there this is his last year on the deal and he did it he did extend it uh yeah well yeah it doesn't matter anyway so, because he did have a 2 year extension he would have been a free agent he would have been a free yeah. so
0: okay maybe that works it, what gets me is just I mean I guess Jay Crowder I don't know his contract situation either uh, if he was expiring or not.
1: Clearly the Heat are trying to win now. Clearly Pat Riley put all his chips on the table, sees a team and sees the parity within this league, and says, you know what? This is a good enough team with the way that they're playing with each other. Let's add a little bit more pieces and let's just go fucking full head.
0: Yeah, which I kind of think that's the strategy there. Which,
1: that's how he's always been, man. But you got to give it up to Pat Riley. This dude is having one hell of a year. He's having you know, a GM of the year type of season.
0: Yeah, I mean that entire organization has been phenomenal. And it's really, um, it really shows you how that organization, when it was really winning with LeBron, wasn't just LeBron. It was just a very solid organization, top to bottom.
1: Oh, Pat uh, Riley. Man, he is sim- that roster was stacked, man.
0: Yeah. Yeah, he was good. He, 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 <clears throat> he, he got lucky, but he also got really good. Um, and if you really think about it, that... Rebuilding after LeBron became exponentially harder after the Bosch uh, situation oh, with yeah. blood clots. Um, they could have
1: recruited another free agent for a big three. They were stuck. Definitely. They, were they st- could have.
0: That, that really hampered that plan. But um, Especially yeah, with getting all the another money wing, that you gave him. Yeah, getting another wing would have been easy. But
1: Yeah. They, they Also, a sneaky winner in that deal, too, is the Timberwolves coming out with James Johnson. Yeah, okay. When you add that to... Delo, who you just paired with, I mean, I think James Johnson's a very solid role player. Yeah, I mean, I think he's.
0: I, I'm not sold on James Johnson all the way. He's all right, but. Well, he's I, not a starter, but I mean, he's a good role player. Yeah, I, I, I think the biggest thing for them, obviously, getting yeah. Delo and.
1: They traded Dang Gorgie's Dang for James Johnson, G-Gorgie which Jang. I think is an upgrade.
0: Gorgie J, that's I, th- I personally I think it's a a wash, but yeah, it's I I could I see what you mean. Um. <laughs> Anyways, let's 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 actually. Now we're talking about Minnesota. Let's pivot. We'll yeah. Pivot. Little,
1: to. Go to that deal. Yeah. A, and the that other deal, big one. The other big one is Golden State Warriors. For those who aren't listening, I'm just reading off what the official trade is. Golden State receives Andrew Wiggins, a 2021 first round pick, top three protected, which I mean yes. is pretty much just a free pick. Um, an unprotected one, yeah. and then a 2022 second round pick, and they're giving up two scrubs and D'Angelo Russell, yeah, to the to the Minnesota Timberwolves, which I mean the Minnesota Timberwolves have had their eye on D'Lo for a long time, and finally I think they just threw the kitchen sink out, they they realized that, you know they they've had this core of Cat and Andrew Wiggins for what four years now I think them being together made the playoffs once, got rocked by the Rockets. No pun pun intended. intended. (laughs) No pun intended. But, um, and they obviously they weren't in position to make the playoffs this year. So they just gave up for D'Lo, which I think is a move that I think had to be done. I think it was a smart move on their point.
0: Yeah. I I think the biggest thing for them is keeping Carl Anthony Towns happy as well. That Um, is another big. They just, they just lost 13 straight Carl Anthony Towns at a press conference. He's like, I'm tired of losing. I don't want to lose anymore. Um, and I think that's I think that's a, getting those two together who have wanted to play with each other for a long time. The one uh, and two picks, yeah, too,
1: which I think is really cool.
0: Exactly, I think that's very very cool. Uh, you know, pose on the slam cover with uh, Devin Booker. We'll see mm-hmm. where if he if, the, if he can get up to Minnesota or not, yeah. or if he wants to. But um, I think that, I think that's huge for Minnesota uh, this season. It's not going to have any impact. They suck. No, it. but they suck bad. Yeah. They're really bad.
1: Next year, it'll be fun. Yeah, I think I I really do think that these guys are going to pair really well with each other.
0: If it if it if they don't, I think it'll. I mean, it's going to go full meltdown. I mean, they've they've tried to yeah yeah.
1: They've tried multiple times with multiple pieces. Um, we got two all stars, two young all stars on the court. So I think they got they got a promising future, and I think it was a trade that needed to be made. Without a doubt. Um, But on the other side, Golden State. You want to elaborate on that one, Robert?
0: Uh yeah, I mean I really don't like Wiggins' contract. Uh in in terms of a ba- but in terms of a basketball fit, I see him as just kind of maybe higher upside uh, Harrison I mean, Barnes, dude, if Steve, you think about Steve it. Steve
1: Kerr can make anyone look great in that system. For sure. So that's why I'm really scared it, when you when you pair him with the Splash Bros, you know, the two best arguably the two best shooting, you know, not shooting guards, but, like, shooting wing players of all time, and you add that into a team who is likely going to get a top three pick, you know? That's pretty Unless tough. Unless you get screwed, like, you know, what was it, Phoenix last year, who was getting, like, who was supposed to get <laughs> they, the number one pick? They got bumped all the way down. They got because bumped, of, yeah. What, who was it, the, the Lakers? seventh or something, or something? like that? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so I mean unless they get absolutely screwed which that last year was just a fluke, yeah. you know, for the Pelicans to get the number 1 pick, but you get you get Wiggins, you get the two Splash Bros, you get Draymond Green and you get a top 3 pick. Yeah, like, no. Golden bruh. State's gonna be back, and, and oh yeah, and can they could they could legit win the can, title. Can we, next we also year? talk
0: about how they got Wiggins just because Kevin Durant decided to be nice and be like, yeah, sign and trade me for Delo?
1: Yeah, I mean the, the, that's so fucked too. Like be, on the Nets, like
0: so, I'd be mean, like, God getting, damn it, man! Like we're
1: gonna pair you with Kyrie and a D'Lo.
0: What do you, three all stars. Now you're gonna you make you us, us give him up? You, you don't owe them anything, and it just. I don't
1: want to talk about. Why couldn't it. you have done that with us? I don't want to talk. <laughs> oh apparently, shit. apparently,
0: Durant said he did. Said the Thunder didn't want anything, which is total bullshit. Because we would have at least wanted a second round pick oh or something. My God, at least something. It was just yeah, this, this. season has been so fun. I don't even
1: want to talk about it on this podcast. It just. Bleh. Um, Where was Andrew Bogut? Like someone? Wait, was he in Australia at that point? Bogut yeah. was. I think Bogut had uh, already. Yeah, been, he was in exile. He
0: had been. <laughs> he had been dealt to the Mavericks with uh, Harrison oh, Barnes. Shit. Um, okay. Which is
1: oh, I yeah, forgot. Bruce was part of that. Yeah. Smart,
0: smart move, Dallas. That's just as good as signing Chandler Parsons yeah. to a million, like <laughs> a ton of money. Um,
1: yeah. Signs a lifetime deal with Memphis Jesus. and then like breaks, you know, amputates his leg and can't play. It's again. just, it's just horrible.
0: <laughs> I mean, Mark Cuban had had to go through so much just to get lucky and get Bluka, but you know, that, yeah, that that team they
1: scored on that one in that KP.
0: Yeah, trade. that was both both good deals. Um, but I'm but, just I'm just saying I. I don't know. They they've got lucky. They got lucky again with uh the Alec Burke situation. We signed him. He decided to leave to go to the Warriors to chase a chip mm-hmm. and uh, whoops, that's what you get, you motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> for signing with us and then dipping. Karma's a bitch. Yep. You could have you could have had what Mike Mascall is having right now, man. <laughs> you let
1: you screwed up. And uh to the most random trade of the day, yeah. if you want me to transition. This makes zero sense. The Cavaliers the Cleveland Cavaliers, second mind to you, last in yeah, the league. Yeah, second to last in the league, mind you, have now traded for Andre Drummond, Eastern Conference All-Star. Like, what, you think you're just going to speed up your your uh, tanking process? You're, like, <sighs> your, I mean, your developing process? Is this by really getting... the rebuild you want to do? I, I don't understand. It's like, you can't just jump into hyperspeed and become a playoff team Just for, you know, you got Colin Sexton, you have a couple other young dudes who stink. (laughs) And then you get Andre Drummond who's playing, who's having a very good season so far. It it makes no sense. And here's how bad it is. The
0: headline from the Detroit Press is, what did the Pistons really get in the Andre Drummond trade? Freedom. (laughs) That's, (laughs) That's, that is really sad to see. The thing I don't get from Cleveland. I mean, they got crap back. Is I there mean, they got a trash bag worth It's a fast aspect. it's 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 bad uh, I just don't understand why they looked at um, why they looked at what happened in Detroit uh, oh like oh they paired like a power forward star powered forward with this this star Center let's do it again
1: but with Kevin love
0: I I, I just it's not original. original. They it just, Kevin Love? Oh, 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 no, well, oh. They, I thought you were the, talking about... The Cavs about, have Kevin Love now. Oh, okay. Now. I thought you were talking about Kevin Love. They're, they're, right? they just, they're just yeah. doing the Pistons situation, but in Detro- but in Cleveland, it, it just it all stinks.
1: You know what? I didn't even think about that. Or about this. Yeah. What the fuck's going through Blake Griffin's head? Oh, God. <laughs> he's, he's, like, a, he's like, what the hell, guys? Yeah, it, like, like, he has to I'm just I'm stuck be... in this bitch. I'm stuck in the fucking cold. Like, I came all the way from L.A., <laughs> Against my will. Like, to Detroit. At After the, signing a massive so, contract. And yeah. Being like, well, we'll we'll hang your
0: jersey. We hang, hung it up right now. And now
1: he's yeah. stuck in Detroit by himself. Literally got home from the ceremony, you know, with his bags <laughs> packed, pretty oh, much, God, and sent him off. So now he's stuck in the fucking... Jerry
0: West just catfished him. It was horrible. <laughs> yeah. Dude.
1: Poor, poor Blake. Just got fucked over yeah. in Detroit. Free so my, so my guy, guy Blake, Blake Griffin. Griffin. Yeah, what Free the, Blake Griffin. What the hell happens to him? Uh... I don't know. He's, in, he's locked up on like he has at least three
0: more years on that field He's left. pretty he's pretty injured uh out for the season again. It's just it's sad.
1: Pull I wouldn't back.
0: wait, he's out for the season? I believe he's out for the mm. year. He tore his ACL, maybe? I don't, I don't know, think that I was mean, ACL. It might not be ACL. Let me Dude, check. if he's
1: out for the season, I'd contemplate retiring if I was Blake Griffin. I mean he his <sighs> I mean, I know that deals fat. He had a So you gotta you know try and get as much as you can from that, but still. Okay.
0: He had um had surgery on his left knee uh don't really know what he uh got the, the specifics of the knee but it was the knee uh, <laughs> which it's something that he's it's at like issue through the knee <laughs> they,
1: they were i believe they removed he's in detroit i mean i don't know that could happen <laughs>
0: <laughs> just a rusty tailpipe you know, just, oh god it's just it's really sad uh hopefully blake gets healthy him and uh
1: derrick rose the just a bummer, but damn, like, dude, I just, I don't, just what the fuck are they doing in Detroit, man? You could have at least You can gotten say that like, about multiple things about Detroit. Yeah, you could have gotten, I think, at least two first-round picks for some sucker for Andre Drummond. You know, it, and just just got him for a hot bag of garbage. It's just, yeah, it's sad. God, I mean, Cleveland—they suck for a reason. They don't have good players. Why would you trade them there?
0: It just, it's well, so, I, th- I think, I think. They could free up the contract for like nothing, and you know there you go. I I think it meant more for uh, Detroit to not have him on the team. But (laughs) speaking of Detroit, we play them tomorrow in Oklahoma City, or today, I guess, if you're listening to this today. So that'll be that'll be a nice little tasty treat of a win, hopefully. But
1: anyways, I I guess. There's one, well, there's really one more trade for that sure. kind of shifted, you know, the balance of the NBA, and that was Marcus Morris. Yes. To the Clippers. Yes. Which Marcus Morris and IT to the Clippers, which the Clippers will drop IT, you know, which. Poor is, guy. Yeah, I know. That that's a <laughs> real Back guy. up the Brinks trucks, baby. Well, it <laughs> got hurt. <laughs> On his like, fourth team, like, <laughs> since. I think he's oh, made, yeah. like, a million and a half, like, since, I think. It's, it's sad. I mean, he, um, it's and, really injury more than anything with yeah. him. Wizards get Jerome Robinson, and then Knicks get Mo Harkless, a 2020 first round pick, 2021 first round swap rights with the Clippers, and then a 2021 second round pick. So Knicks didn't do too bad in that trade. No, not at all. I like I I like the Knicks end of that. Um, Yeah, for as delusional as Dolan in that organization is that's not too bad of a haul for a player like marcus morris it's you know i mean honestly not too bad
0: um the original haul was really funny they wanted kyle kuzma and like a bunch of picks like smoke crack with me bro like it's so bad it's so bad we want lebron james I, i just i just love how everyone starts chanting you know sell the team to dolan and he immediately responds by firing everyone like the day before the trade deadline, and like Dude, I'll do it myself. What whatever. an idiot! What an idiot! What?
1: It's a just moron. out of spite at this point, you know. <sighs> like he's just trying. Like
0: he's just he's just trying to screw over a city of you know yeah. eight million people.
1: It's so sad. Ugh, it's bad. I feel bad for the fans and in, in New York. Yeah. Oh, but also there's the Capella trade. That oh happened.
0: yeah, that feels like ten years ago. The Rockets do not have a center anymore. They're playing yeah. they're playing PJ Tucker. That's
1: he didn't need to do poor Nene like that, man. At least keep him on a team, make him start. I, but they got hit, rid of his ass, well, too. Well, also,
0: they ended up getting Jordan Bell in a trade. And then traded him! <laughs> they don't care. They don't want anyone. It's, it's just... Yeah. I, I I think Houston's imploding. Tillman Fertitta has been a horrible owner so far. Uh, and, I don't know. I think I think the best way for the Thunder season to end is... Beat the Rockets in the first round and have him fire uh, Daryl Morey.
1: It makes me so sad for us too. You know, you 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 think you're in a good situation where you can thrive and have a chance to win, and you just get fucked by a a Dolan esque owner. You know, out of nowhere. Like a, yeah. A Billy McFarlane, you know, as an NBA owner, it's such a just mess. swindling this team, yeah. just thinking that they're gonna win the championship. You know, and then yeah. get rid of every to, quality player that they have. they have.
0: They have an owner who who thinks just because he has a bunch of steakhouses and a show on MSNBC <laughs> that he's God. So. I own
1: one Outback. Look at all <laughs> my Lowry's
0: restaurants. Uh,
1: but on the other end, Atlanta, they scored. I like the Capella deal. I, I
0: think like that's that. a great deal. Didn't they that's also get Wayne No, they got Nene. Okay, Nene. I, I, yeah, thought, Capella I thought they, they somehow gotten Deadman from the Kings oh, at some in, point. Uh, I don't know. He got traded somewhere. It's, well, I forgot where he went. <laughs> it's all a mess with Atlanta, but you yeah. wanna you know wrap this pot up? You think we
1: pretty much sure, covered right. everything? I think uh, let me uh, go through all these trades again. I mean, uh, I think I think I'm pretty sure. Oh, Dwayne Debman and uh, the Hawks. He did yeah, get, trade he did to get, get Hawks, traded to the Hawks, but it was on a separate deal um, in that. Um, other than that, I mean, I think we hit. Those were kind of the by far the four big blockbuster ones and the rest were you know just like small little deals that happen every year I feel like this trade deadline was different in the fact that usually there's like a hundred like mini trades that happen and then there's like two blockbusters but this year there was like four like decent you know big sized trades and then like three or four other small deals like there really weren't that many deals and it felt like half of them were blockbusters they just tried to handle everything all at once yeah which uh,
0: i i I respect and i get
1: it was an interesting it was a very interesting trade deadline this year it was weird it was a weird
0: one uh especially with deals not happening you know mainly the gallo trade but i don't know here we are here we uh here we go let's have a fun rest of the year let's ride let's ride all right ford thanks for coming on it was fun yeah man we'll be cool yeah, we'll be back. Uh, we'll try to do this as much as we can, maybe once a week. We're not going to hold ourselves to any promises. But uh, thank you all so much for listening. It's good to be back. Uh, this is my first pod back since OU Lost, uh, which is cool. great. But it's good to be back in the pod game, y'all. So for me and Ford, sign off. Yep. Yeah, thank you so much for listening. This has been Thunder Talk. We'll see you next time. Cool. Thunder up. to you by manscaped.com. Yes. Trim your balls. <laughs> Get them nice and polished off.
1: All, all real good. Isn't that like. what the Pat, Mc- Pat McAfee show? Yeah, Pat McAfee saying? is yeah, like yeah, yeah. manscaped. It's pretty great. Brought to you by Manscaped, <laughs> Chuck E. Cheese, and Hennessy. <laughs> exactly.
0: <laughs> uh, well, I guess we should start the show. It's been, well, It's been long enough.